Welcome to the Law of Attraction in Action podcast. My name is Michelle Joy, and thank you so much for joining me. I'm here to inspire you to live amazing lives through the Law of Attraction and help you see how powerful you really are. In this podcast, you'll hear interviews, and I will give you inspirational talks on my Monday session. So thank you so much for joining me, and happy manifesting! Welcome to Love Attraction in Action. Thank you so much for joining me on my podcast. My name is Michelle Joy and I am your host. And today I bring two people from all over the world and all walks of life who are here to share their journey with you around the law of attraction to inspire you to do the same thing. So today's guest, her name is Avita Miller and she is the best-selling author of the books Healing Happens and Practice. She is an award-winning international keynote speaker, healing breakthrough facilitator, global dancer, NLP practitioner, energy healer, and pranic healing, and Ananda level two healing. And there's so much more about you that I haven't shared, but I want you to share on my podcast all the great things you do because... I, for one, I just love, for one, the dancing. We talked ahead of time. I used to be a dancer, so I'm like, I want to hear more about that. <laughs> but first, your life sounds magical. How did you come into the law of attraction and how has it changed your life? You know what I realized when you asked me that question? Because I feel like it's Abraham Hicks has been one of the main people who's helped coin that type of term and that understanding. And I probably came across her maybe 10 years ago, but when you start to understand what it is by definition, I actually realize that I've been using it for most of my life. And I was just hinting with you earlier before we started, when I was in school, I was held back for my writing abilities. I had to have a special tutor. When we did the equivalency exams in elementary school and I would get 99% on math, which was the highest you could get. And then I'd always get 55%, like every time, 55% on the English grammar. Um, but my mother just always encouraged me to work hard. And I really believed in working hard in school to get a great education and a great job. That was my belief then. And, and so I did, and I got my SAT score in the English grammar, you know, up to about the 85th percentile. And then here I am years after college and, oh, and and I, I went to a top 20 school, you know, I got one of the, the cum loud honors from school. So I got great grades because of, of having an, an abundance of, of energy of interest in doing something. This is sometimes a different way of looking at the law of attraction. It's when we're in the abundance of joy of what we're Uh doing and noticing abundance, even in certain areas of life, it comes to us in other areas. And, but way after school, I'm getting inspired to write, but I'm also getting told I'm not a good writer. I write this book, Healing Happens, Stories of Healing Against All Odds. It uh, becomes a bestseller on Amazon. It won four awards and it sold over 900 copies in the first year. All that from being held back in school and, and having all these bad grades in English and grammar. And it was just because I believed in the message. I believed in sharing the spirit of what was going on and I dedicated myself to it. Uh, And you might think of times where maybe somebody had doubts about your ability as well, but you stayed in the love of it. And Michelle, you were talking about being a dancer. Yeah. And my college dance professor, so in, in college, I majored in engineering and dance. 
Um, Which is super time, fascinating. They, they <laughs> seem so polar opposite, but actually I think that's really cool because it kind of balances you out, right? <laughs> it, it, it totally does. I mean, because it gets to use both sides of the brain and, and helps uh-huh. develop both sides of the brain. Uh-huh. Um, but, you know, and I just thought I'm going into an engineering career, not necessarily a dance career, but I just wanted to dance for the fun of it. My college professor got so fed up with me. She pulled me aside in the middle of class my freshman year of college to tell me how awful I was at ballet and I would never make it as a dancer. Uh-huh. I cried for about a week, yeah. but I love dance. It's my favorite thing to do. So of course I just kept doing it. Mm-hmm. And then I'm traveling in, in Mexico and this guy thinks we can win a salsa competition and he starts training me in salsa, even though I'd never done salsa before. We were going up, up against people who had been doing it their whole lives. Now that it's anticlimactic because the salsa competition was canceled, but I learned salsa. Uh-huh. Uh, but then get this, I'm traveling in India and I come across the dance studio. Two weeks later, I am performing as one of the lead dancers at the as the entertainment for the Miss South India pageant in front of thousands of people and nationally televised. <laughs> Talk about like a, abundance and the law of attraction of joy of doing yes. what you love and seeing what else gets magnetized to you. Right. And that's, I love it. Cause I, I don't, you don't know this about me, but my big um, motto and what I teach all and preach all the time is joy, 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 joy. We need to follow our joy and that's where we should go. But I've never had someone say it in this way, where you say, no matter what people say, if it makes you happy, you go do it and it will work out. So I love that. This is a beautiful story. And recently I watched the movie Forrest Gump, which was really, if you're not watched it or watch it again, it is so good because he just kept doing things that he loved and things just kept working out. I know it's not a real movie. I mean, it's not a real story, but that's life, you know? And when your message is very, very clear, in my opinion, they tell you, you can't do it. You're like, but it makes me happy. Yeah. 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 You give everyone listening permission. I love that. And the fun is you don't even have to believe in your potential because that's also where my book healing happens comes from. So here I am, I, you know, I left, I was a program manager at Microsoft and I realized that's not for me. And I got all into fitness and teaching yoga and dance classes. And I'm a fitness director, teacher trainer, and I'm teaching all over town, 25 to 30 classes. So I'm known as an energizer bunny, uh-huh. but I started to have health issues. My hair was falling out. My muscles were turning to fat. You know, my body was becoming weaker than my students. And you could imagine I was concerned, like you might be, right? If you couldn't yeah. speak or dance and do the things you love and what your career is. And, and I went to the doctor and, and this is over and over again, this happens a lot. And it's, there, there's an important amount for doctors to communicate and, and to work from the knowledge that they have and be honest. And then, and then there's space for us to see what else is possible. Right. And the doctors diagnosed me with an autoimmune disorder, Hashimoto's and hypothyroidism. They put me on a high dosage of medication and there's no indication you could ever be off medicine. You could lower your dosage. Like I was so up and down all the time. This is hormone medicine. You are not balanced. Mm -hmm. Uh, But here I am, I, I go through this process thinking, all right, like, 
if this is like an arranged marriage and I'm stuck with this for the rest of my life, how do I do my best with this? So I wasn't in resistance to what was happening. I was working with it, which Uh is key. I let Uh go, but I had a, a vision. I had a sense of intuition that there's more for me in life. So the question was just, what can I do? And by the way, I'm I'm giving these little hints as we go along as to what I call the full body success mastery tips. Uh So do what you can do is one of those tips. You know, Uh we mentioned don't listen to everything. That's another one. And, And I just started doing research online and going to all these different health and healing practitioners and all these diets and tinctures. And I start leveling out once I really figure out how to go about the healing path. And then I start meditating. And maybe you've meditated. Oh, yeah. You know how wonderful it feels. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You wouldn't expect after a couple of months to not feel well from meditating mm-hmm. regularly. Uh-huh. And I went to the doctor. Well, she said, she ran the tests on me. She's like, well, you're overdosed on your medication. You need to lower your dosage. Meditate some more. Again, you know, I, I feel better, then I feel worse again. Go back to the doctor. She runs the tests, she lowers my dosage of medication. That was a repeated cycle. Uh-huh. Uh, things that they didn't necessarily say was possible. But what did I do? I, I had the law of attraction. I had the abundance of wanting to live life, focusing on your reason to live, another full body success mastery tip. And life came to me. Uh-huh. You know, yeah. since then, I mean, I wrote, I wrote this book. I travel the world. I hike up 14 or mountains. I dance all over the place and you're in joy. You're in joy. And that's the purpose of life is to be in joy. And so you have to just follow your heart and do that. But I also, I do a lot of, I have a lot of guests and I have a lot of passion around healing because I'm a nurse by trade. Mm -hmm. And I've seen over and over again, where people are told you have this illness and this is, there's nothing you can do. Take this medication and good luck. I mean, like literally that's what they say. Good luck. And for you, I love, I love that you said the resistance wasn't there. Cause you're like, okay, well, if they say that, but I'm going to be open to this. So what a great message. Cause some people get really resistant. Like, nope, the, the doctors are lying. I'm not going to listen to them. This is terrible. And then they get angry. That's resistance. Mm-hmm. But if you say, okay, well, they do know, they know something. So I'm going to go with it. But also, which I'm being very clear what, what you were stating is you, when you were meditating, your dosages were being lowered because meditation was working. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Well, a lot of disease comes from stress. I mean, mm-hmm. it's very simple. Like, I also felt like I, I was meditating with a sense of connecting with some sort of divine power. Right. But all, ultimately, there's so many studies that show meditation lowers the stress in your body. Yeah. So it's a very, very natural healing ailment to help yeah. with that. Yeah. And, and it's also important when you talk about resistance. So law of attraction is, is about living in the energy right now of what you want to attract. Right. And if I'm in resistance, if I'm in battling and fighting, that's the energy I'm living in. That's more likely what I'm going to attract. Yes. Yes. Right. So you just got to be clear about, that's why I said, follow your joy is the easiest solution to it all. Because you literally just say, okay, this is the one thing I'm going to do. What brings me joy? I'm going to do it. And even if it comes to just skipping down the road, which I do sometimes, by the way, even in my forties, I think it's so important to play. (laughs) My fiance and I, we get our puppets out. We do little puppet shows with each other. We love it. One One of people's favorite videos that I've posted on Facebook is me skipping through the forest. 
Yay, see, you're my kind of gal. I love it. I love it. Well, you know, you were giving some hints to some of these steps. Can you give them my my listeners? Because I'm curious what they all are. Is that something you can share here? Let's, let's see how much we can uh, get through for sure. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but what I, what I will tell also is, is how you can get like the full essence of them. Um, and usually I share four top ones. So I've actually mentioned three of them. Mm-hmm. I mentioned focusing on your reason to live. Mm-hmm. And this is important because I mentioned my story is in this book, but I also interviewed a whole bunch of health and healing experts. I put 17 of their interviews in there. Mm-hmm. And Dr. Bernie Siegel is one of them. He's known for writing the book. Oh, yes. Miracles. Yes. And so he's this doctor. He's going through the traditional methods and, and he knows, you know, if, if this person has cancer like this and, and, and they don't get surgery or the surgery turns out this way, like that's it. Their uh-huh. life is over. Yeah. But it doesn't go that way. He's like, oh, wait a minute. The, the people who are all focusing on their reason to live are surviving these terminal diagnoses. Yeah. Yeah. Love Medicine and Miracles is his book. And I love it. It's one of my favorite books. Yeah. 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 He, he mentions this one guy uh, named John who was a landscaper. And he had to go in for surgery for the cancer. And John's like, no, no, you know, it, it's springtime. It's time to landscape. Like I'll, I'll come back and do that in a little bit. I have to go make the world beautiful. So he does it. He comes back and says, okay, I can have the surgery now. He comes out of surgery and Dr. Bernie Siegel's, I'm, I'm sorry to tell you this, but it, it didn't get everything out. You need another surgery. And John's like, no, no, it's still springtime. I need to go make the world beautiful. Uh-huh. A few years later, a few years later, John comes back to the office and Dr. Bernie Siegel's telling his assistant or the nurse, like, no, you have the wrong chart. That guy's dead. He never came back for surgery, Uh right? By statistics, he should be dead. Mm -hmm. But what I know about the body as an expert, as a doctor, he should be dead. And the nurse says, no, it's him. <laughs> like, let him in, um, you know, go, go check him out. And, uh-huh. and it was, and Dr. Bernie Siegel actually became friends with him to learn a lot from him, but uh-huh. John was living in joy. Mm-hmm. And that's a, possibly a good reason. And, and what a lot of people have noticed have perpetuated that more. Dr. Bernie Siegel also mentioned this other doctor would give something called EPO protocol. Uh-huh. It's spelled E-P-O-H. Uh-huh. He decided to change the name of it for his patients. And he, if you reverse the letters, do you know what it spells? What? Hope. Oh, nice. E-P-O-H. Hope. Uh-huh. He called it the Hope Protocol. Nice. And he noticed about... <gasps> Just the wording. Just the wording. Yeah. And he noticed about three times more people. Well, I, it oh. actually worked out. Oh, brilliant. Brilliant. I got to reread that book. I just love him so much. So what's the second one? Yeah. Okay. So the second one, I usually say, don't listen to everything after this. And and by the way, this is fun. Um, if you want to do this, um, there's hand motions with each of these because I am a dancer. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So re- reason to live, you put your hands on your heart and then you open them forward into the side and you say reason to live. Mm. 
reason to live. Now, here's the fun when you get to don't listen to everything. You stand up, you cock your hip to the side, you reach one arm forward and you shake it. And then you say, don't listen to everything. This is where you get some attitude, right? Yeah. Don't listen to everything. <laughs> Love it. And this, this is key because um, it's not just in medicine. So let's think of some names that we probably know. Oprah Winfrey, mm-hmm. Steven Spielberg, mm-hmm. Michael Jordan, Lady Gaga, Albert Einstein. I can keep going on with these names of famous people who were told at one point they didn't have the skills to achieve what they wanted to in their line of work. Yeah. Thank goodness they didn't listen. Absolutely. Absolutely. And the list goes on. Yeah. I I don't think anyone who's famous actually didn't have one person in their life tell them that they weren't good enough. They couldn't do it. They they couldn't write. They couldn't speak. Like Lisa Nichols, one of the top speakers in the world, she was told you're a terrible speaker and look at her now. So yes, I hands down, don't listen to that. (laughs) And I love that little hand gesture. If you have not watched the video, go watch the video. I'll put the link here in this video, but yeah, I love that. Okay. So what's number three? Yeah. Yeah. And I will, uh, what I will say, I'll tell you number three right now. Um, but what I will say is I'll be honest. I hate to pick favorites, but one of my favorite stories in the book, it's the last chapter. So you have to read till the end. Don't skip it. Um, Mm -hmm. but that is a really good case of don't listen to everything. Mm -hmm. And and I'll let you read the, um, the chapters so that you could, you know, get the surprises there. Um, so number three, uh, it's do what you can do. Okay. That's what you mentioned. So what you're going to do is you're going to roll your hands around in, in front of your chest. This is an energy healing movement. So you're moving the energy, you're shifting things around, you're like drawing it out and you're drawing out what you don't want, drawing in what you do want. Do what you can do. I don't say this because just because I'm talking about taking baby steps. And, and I'm saying this because, and actually in the, um, the training that I had when I lived at the yoga community on, on health and healing, they created a pyramid of uh, physical, energetic, mental, emotional, and spiritual healing. And it's all together in a pyramid because if you work on one layer, it impacts another layer. And this is important because let's say like you cannot for the life of you change your diet. You, you're not able to change that habit. Um, but if you are able to work on your emotions and do something like meditation to calm down, that can actually naturally invoke a desire to eat differently. It also works vice versa. I love this when I was working with one of my first, he, he was a acupuncturist and an MD. So I could get both in one and I would tell him about what was happening in my life. Uh, so mainly all I did up to that point was change my diet, maybe take a couple supplements. And I'd be like, you know, I, I didn't get angry in the situation like I normally would. He goes, oh, your liver's working better. And I, I didn't get sad here when I normally do. Oh, your kidney's working better. I forget which emotion is to which organ. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but basically I changed my diet and that changed my emotions. Yes, they all, we are all interlinked. It all relates with each other. And I tell people, people who want to lose weight, because I actually have a guided meditation insight timer on losing weight. Nice. And the big thing is, is how we can change what we feel about our body emotionally, and then we naturally won't want to eat those bad things. 
it's, it's like, it starts with the emotion, but it all, it all intertwines like our relationships, relationships are terrible around a lot of negative people. It's going to sabotage our efforts to maybe lose weight. Mm -hmm. You know, they're all interrelated. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Good. Good. So that was number three. Mm -hmm. I'll tell you number four, <laughs> um, but you have to sing it. <laughs> okay. I love it. So when I had, um, also why, why I like the idea of singing, I had issues with the thyroid. And so the yogis, they start talking about, well, that's where the throat chakra is. It has to do with communication. And I, I read this book in the beginning and it went, oh, oh my gosh. Um, you know, thyroid, thyroid, people who commonly have thyroid issues have, have trouble in re relationships, like really expressing their deeper emotions. So when I first heard there's challenges with emotions, I'm like, I'm with communicating. I'm like, I'm teaching 25 to 30 classes a week. I'm a fitness director. I'm a teacher trainer. I communicate a lot. Uh -huh. Deeper emotions and relationships. Um, so singing your sweet song is one of the things that I like to say. And um, I love this joke that comes out. So if you have a good voice, sing loudly. If you have a bad voice, sing even louder. <laughs> I love that <laughs> because it's more about your energy uh -huh. and it is about how you sound uh -huh. and the words for this are what is the gift and the way we're going to do this is we're going to reach our arms up like if you believe in the in the heavens or something like that you can even imagine that you're reaching up you know towards the light towards something wonderful and you're singing to the heavens I'm going to take a sip of water and then you're going to sing what is the gift what is the gift? What is the gift? And you can do this with me. What is what the, the gift? gift? Yeah. I love it. Wait, one more time. What is the gift? What is the gift? <laughs> this is a joke I like to share with us, but imagine when you go to the waiting room, let's say at the emergency room, and you're there because you're in pain. You don't know what's wrong. You don't know how long you're going to have to wait. You don't know if you're going to get better. You're feeling worse as you're going there. And you're watching all the other people in the waiting room go through all of those things. Instead of sitting in that waiting room chair, slumping down and feeling worse, went into the joy of singing, what is the gift? And just start to go to that place where you're going to go eventually, where you're going to see what the lessons were, what the growth was, you know, what mm -hmm. habits in your life are you being called to shift to make your life better? Now, of course, if you sit there and sing, you might be sent to the psych ward instead. <laughs> I love all that you've shared and you have so much great information. I know people are going to be rushing out their door to buy your book and to learn more about you. How could they get in touch with you? What's the best way to get to know you? Yeah. Well, one thing is if you want to get to the book and you want to get a free chapter in the book, go to healinghappensbook.com. And, and that will link you to a lot of the other healing resources that I've put together and I would recommend following me on Facebook as well. Um, that is a very easy way to interact with me and see a lot of inspiration, what's going on and just see how to live joyfully. And when you look for me, it's my first and last name, Avital Miller. And Avital is spelled like A-Vital. Got it. 
I love it. Well, Avital, thank you so much for sharing your gifts. I love your joy, your energy. I love how inspiring your life is because there's a lot of people out there listening who started with people telling them they can't do it. So that sings really loudly for me. So thank you for sharing your gifts and your experience and um, inspiring me and everyone listening. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me on here. And it's been an absolute blast having this conversation with you. I know I loved it. And I'm going to do all this singing. I just love it. <laughs> so what is uh, the gift? Because it's true. There's so many gifts in every bad thing. And we raise our hands up to the God. I just love that. I love it. Well, um, I hope everyone here loved it too. Please check her out. I have all the information in the show notes. And um, if you have a story you want to share on my podcast, I would love to hear from you. Just go to my website at michelle-joy.com. That's M-I-C-H-E-L-E-J-O-Y.com. And thank you for listening. I hope this inspires you as it did for me. And have a wonderful day and happy manifesting. Thank you again for listening and joining me on my podcast. If you want to learn more about me, please go to my website at michelle-joy.com. That's M-I-C-H-E-L-E-J-O-Y.com. And on there, I have lots of goodies, including guided meditations and inspirational posts and blogs. And of course, I'm here to help you as your coach. So thank you for listening and have a wonderful day.